What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I'm JJ Wang. He's the bearded one, DJ Dub. With our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. Well, 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 the draft is in the books, and now the fun begins. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job. I'm a good thing I'm not a GM, huh? Well, yeah. see, we, we I came into that, we came in saying, hey, we can talk more fantasy. You ask us to throw in those other guys that support and back up the fantasy. That's just beyond our little simple minds. We have day jobs. <laughs> just can't dedicate my full life to it, even though I try. Now, if anybody wants to sponsor the podcast for millions of dollars, we will dedicate our day jobs and we will get every pick in the NFL draft right next year. I'm not making that bet. <laughs> for a million dollars, I'd do it. You uh, for, out there. I mean, a million dollars ain't going to buy you every right pick in the draft, I'm pretty sure. That'll get us closer. We can research a little better. I don't know. I mean, what's his, What's the homeboy from uh, Mel Kuyper? He does this 24-7. He never gets – he might get like one or two right. <laughs> yeah, I got the first two right. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, this, nobody knows. I mean, this, it's just all speculation. But it's but, fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, it, it was quite interesting. It was, a, would say, probably the, the two biggest things before we get in. We're going to do a rookie – a dynasty rookie mock draft here today, but the two biggest things were Hollywood Brown heading to the Cardinals. Well, I'll I'll say it, but it wasn't that big. But uh, and AJ Brown heading to the Eagles. What are your thoughts on those two trades that went down? I mean, I, I mean the AJ Brown was a big one. I mean, that's I mean he's obviously a top elite player, um, but, but again, there's a reason Tennessee didn't want to pay him. I mean, I guess there's got to be. I mean, when he plays, he's fantastic. But that's the thing. When he plays, he only plays in like what half the games. He plays so hopefully that. that changes. If you're going to give a, give a guy 25 million, you want to know that they're going to play every year. And as for Hollywood Brown, I mean, he's okay. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I thought they gave up a lot for him, but like they like I've, they know more than I do. Evidently, I mean, plus him and Kyler are best friends. So go get your quarterback that you're having a little rift with at the moment. Go get him his best friend. Hey. Oh, and did you know Mark Hollywood Brown is also Lamar Jackson's best friend? Did you hear that? I did not. I heard Lamar was in the dark about it. Yeah, so they traded away Lamar's best friend for Kyler's best friend. So does that elevate Andrews or Bateman more? Oh. I, I like Bateman a little better. Because Andrews is um, already so elevated, it couldn't elevate him more. I mean, Andrews, you said Andrews, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think Andrews can really, I mean, I guess you could throw it to him more, I would guess. I mean, I feel like they throw it to him all the time now. I mean, he's going to get, is Andrews going to get every target? <laughs> I mean, like somebody on the wide some. I mean, Bateman would have to be that next guy, that next guy up. I mean, a lot of people were howling him coming into the season. They have to be. <laughs> Lamar's going to run a lot this year. He's got about 3,000 yards rushing because he's got no one to throw to. Yep. I mean, Hollywood's deceptively had 1,000 yards last year. 1,008 yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he, like, he, had, game, but... he had like 90, it was like 90 catches 91. for 1,000 yards, right? Yeah. I feel like 90 catch, well, how many touchdowns did he have? He had like six. Six and like three drops. All in one game. All those yeah. drops in one game. That cost me a, really, a week win that year. That was nasty. But I feel like if he had 90 catches, maybe 
get more yardage out of that, you wouldn't want more than what ten yards to catch. You you realize he was more productive than AJ Brown. AJ oh, Brown I, sixty-three for eight sixty-nine and five touchdowns. Oh, absolutely! I guarantee. And AJ Brown played what half the games probably. Uh, I'm gonna pull that up here. That's the thing. AJ Brown is great when he plays, but how often does he play? I feel like every year since his every year he's been in the league, he's only played. It's more than you think. He played thirteen. He played thirteen games last year. Yeah, right. How many? How much? How much was it this year? Because I guess he was on pace for what sixteen. Well, this year zero. They haven't started yet. Oh, I mean, last year. <laughs> thirteen last year, fourteen the year before, and sixteen. His problem is also, every now and then bad. he'll disappear. Like yeah, have a game, too. but it's a running team. So will it change with a? I don't know. With a team that's willing to pass a little more, what could have been? I mean, he'll pop. He'll go, but then he's also going to the Eagles, who don't really throw a lot. None of their receivers have really been any good. They're terrible receivers, though. That's why. Maybe throwing in a big receiver. Yeah, maybe. I mean, hey, I mean, I'll root for it because I'm sure at some point I'll have somebody. I'll have one of them on their team. So, I mean, like I said, when he plays, it works out. Yeah, so I mean, he's either he, he's 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 almost he would be the oh Tyler Lockett of Philadelphia. Hopefully, it helps um, Devonta Smith out. They need him to take that next step. Yeah, I mean, having having another guy there. I mean, Devonta Smith, what the U of the Eagles? He's about your size. Maybe yeah, not my size. I mean, he's a little taller. He got like four inches on me. Maybe even skinnier. But yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Put when you always having two guys there. I mean, that'll take some pressure off, make him more probably put him into probably more of a possession receiver, right? I would think, but but at least still got Goddard too. So I mean, so they'll have three legitimate, three legitimate weapons. So, but what we're saying here is, it seems like there's a lot of quarterbacks this year being put in that you're going to show out or you're going to shut up because the quarterback class is really good next year. We're looking at Philadelphia. We're looking at New York. We're looking at Miami are three like spots where the quarterbacks have been given a lot of stuff to play with. And I mean, the giants short up the line, got some receivers and whatnot, but they, um, to play with that, they have to show up or next year with that quarterback class coming in, they might be gone. Yeah. Cause I mean, that quarterback, we all know, like, I guess like the top quarterbacks coming out next year, the ones from Ohio state and Alabama. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all know how much we love quarterbacks out of Ohio State, Alabama. <laughs> but but there's somewhere to go. But yeah, I mean, next year I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that teams have skipped on quarterbacks, giving their guys one more year to <clears throat> see what they can get. <clears throat> boy, excuse me. Boy, did they skip on quarterbacks? Oh man, we'll hit yeah, that so, in a moment here. Yeah, that's that's a whole other story. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's a lot to prove this year. Okay. Well, let's, can't let's... blame it on the team either. I mean, the team's doing everything they can. Uh, yeah, with, the, with those three guys, it's going to come down to with what they've been given. They should each take a step up this year. Um, I mean, the Giants even went so far as to not take Daniel Jones' fifth-year option. Like that's that shows they have no, they don't want him because that's that's a bargain for a quarterback to take a fifth-year. That's why you draft a quarterback in the first round. That's why I was shocked that none of these guys were snagged there at the end. Like that was my hundred percent get bet why the Lions were going to take someone there was that fifth-year option. And I mean, I mean, no four years is really all you need. If your quarterback hasn't done anything in four years, if you're not happy with him in year four, 
Why would you even go through the pain? But it's not, of, it's not about the happy. If you are happy. happy with him, you get a cheap fifth year. Well, it, as opposed if to you're happy, if you're happy with, I'm saying after four years, if you're happy with him, yeah, you get that fifth year option. But after four years, if you're not happy. I mean, like, man, I can pick up this option and have a quarterback and start him again because I know he's okay. But why? Why? If I'm not happy with him, that now I'm pretty sure that next year isn't going to change my mind. Four years is plenty of time to at least show something. Daniel Jones really hasn't shown pretty much anything. Well, he showed that he could run really fast and fall over the two-yard line. I mean, I mean, he ran really fast. I'll give you that. He certainly can run fast. Just not for long periods of time. What's worse, the butt fumble or Daniel Jones tripping on the two yard line or tripping there towards the end zone? <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean, yeah, the butt fumble was bad, but I think tripping over, I think tripping in the middle of the field when you're just running, it's pretty, pretty bad. But I got chugging along, man. It's uh, crazy stuff. So, okay, what we're going to do today is just we're going to go through a handful of picks. And we're just going to do a rookie super flex mock draft, 0.5 PPR. We're just going to go back and forth. We're going to see if we can snake each other on who we pick up here. We don't even know who each other's going to pick. We're just going to mess with each other for a little bit here and see what we end up with as far as our far as players we choose to we think are going to be good. JJ Wang, you want to... Do you want to start with the easy one, or do you want me to go first? We, we we're not even that far planned ahead. It's been a rough week for us. No, you can go first. I'll let you. I'll let you have first. Well, the first one makes me want to puke a little bit. I can't take a. Okay, here we go. With the first pick, I think it's pretty consensus, right? Ah. It's it it even in a super flex, no one's got the other guys any higher. The in my opinion, I I still think you. Brees Hall is going to be part of a good Thunder and Lightning tandem there. It kills Michael Carter, which breaks my heart, breaks a couple of our friends' hearts. But I think Brees Hall is the pounder there in New York. The biggest beneficiary of the Brees Hall signing drafting is going to be Mr. Zach um, Wilson. And he's going to have running backs now that can bail him out. So he's going to look a little better this year. So Brees Hall, 1.1. That's, I wasn't super excited with it. But I didn't, didn't think they would go running back, but I mean, like I said, he's a good running back. Michael, I don't, they don't think Michael Carter can probably carry the load. I mean, like, and they're just following in the trend of where everyone is going. Um, dual running backs. I mean, Brees Hall can do it all. I mean, Michael Carter can do it all. This is pretty much how North Carolina when when Michael Carter was in North Carolina, he had Javante Williams and Michael Carter, and it. It was successful there. It got them both drafted into the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, this system works. It's just for fantasy, you know, we miss out on those high-end running back. But, like, I'm not really too excited. I'm, honestly, I'm not really excited about any of these picks. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really had time to sit down and think, just like my initial thought. But I'm going to, I'm going to go Kenny Pickett as my number two. I mean, I would have went with him at number one because, you know, he's going to start real soon and he's a quarterback and he he went to a good situation i mean pittsburgh's a, a good team a good good organization people usually succeed in pittsburgh you know yeah. so and they know this guy i mean evidently 
Pittsburgh and the college and the professional team share uh, the training facility. So they see this guy like every day. If they don't, I mean, it's, and I think they said, I did hear somewhere that they were sad. They had to make up for passing on Dan Marino because Dan Marino was in their backyard. They yeah. passed on Dan Marino. We see how that turned out. So like, well, we don't want to make that same mistake. So let's go ahead and grab it. So I'm going to take Kenny Pickett. Uh, I thought he might slip a little bit here. I was, I was thinking, like, I figured he'd be four or five, and a lot of mocks have him way down. But I agree with you. Like, quarterback is king in super flex. Um, I am glad, like, in one of our leagues, I saw you put a poop emoji. When I I had the 1.2, and I traded for the 1.8 in a 2023 first rounder. Because for me, pretty much from this point until 1.10, it's you could throw out any of these guys, and you could see what sticks. Yes, well, the problem is, this draft has been crapped on for so long. It's the draft. The draft picks just really aren't as valuable. They're as seen as valuable. So if you're going to trade out of this draft for the 2023, you've got you just had to you had to give up a lot or get a lot because it's the way the draft is seen. And if somebody is coming, let me. And if somebody is coming after your 2023 picks and giving up their 2022 picks, something's got to tell you that they don't want to be here So and they want to be there. So make them pay for wanting to be there and not here. I mean, that's that's how I see it. Somebody's well, coming you, at you, you with – You pooing me then. Huh? I, I, was, I, I pooed the pick – the. Uh, yeah. The uh, trade before that too. I was just pooing all the trades that oh, come okay. down through there. It was nothing against. I mean, it was nothing against you. I mean, yeah, I was like, man, I got pooed. That's just that's just my You're just, philosophy you as have far trade as envy. That's trading envy. goes. Trade envy, always trade envy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my um my number one receiver pre-draft actually, uh, and he is the number two receiver on his team now behind Kyle Pitts. That's going to be Drake London, big guy, like the uh, mentored by one of my favorite players. You know, I'm an uh, Amon Ra guy, and, but I think he's stepping into a good situation. He's going to almost be the de facto number one, unless you think of like Olamani Zacchaeus or something like that's going to step in there. I mean, Mariota's got to throw to someone. I don't see him being Jamar Chase, but I mean, dude could still have a pretty solid year because they're going to focus on Kyle Pitts, who will probably, with nobody else there, he might struggle a little bit this year, so throw to Drake London. Yeah, throw to Drake London. I mean, it, that obviously works. It works at USC, but the problem with throwing Drake to Drake London is the person throwing to Drake London. That's it's not. Yeah, just throw to Drake London. He's great, but has Mariota ever supported anybody like like that? I mean, I'm not saying that his weapons have always been any good, but even when he was at at the at his prime in Tennessee, when he was starting, I don't think he was really that great to begin with. And I, there's a reason he's not a starter. But I mean, like I said, I like Drake London. I mean, I that same thing I say, Mariota. What are you doing? Just throw Drake London. Yeah. But he's. But I'm also saying, Mariota, what are you doing? Just throw it to Kyle Pitts. So there's three guys on Kyle Pitts. I gotta throw Drake London. Is what he said to you. Oh, that's fine too. I mean, but yeah. I just, but that's how can Mariota support to fantasy high end fantasy options? That's the question. 
In today's NFL, possibly. Maybe. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was third. And they're going to try to run the Miami, ball. So. They did pick up that running back, I believe, from BYU. Out, oh, all that year. bowling ball? Yeah. Yeah, so I think, they might run, I think they might run it more than they're going to pass. Yeah. But with, only, with only two options, I mean, two receiving options. I mean, I mean if he only throws for 2,000 yards this year and he only throws to two receivers, that's 1,000 yards here. Hey, I'm there. <laughs> oh, I think I got Cordero Patterson, too. Math He's doesn't add up, but, you know. He's going to get a bulk of yards. Yeah. So that's, so it's on me. You you took Drake London. I'm going to take um, the guy that replaced AJ Brown, right? Traylon Burks. Because I mean him and I mean speaking of limited throwing options, I mean AJ Brown when he played was an elite option. And they're also going to have Robert Woods. I mean I think and Robert Woods ain't going to play forever. He's getting older. Traylon Burks coming in this season was great. We'll see how it goes. I think he's I think he was putting in a good option. Nice. This is all probably gonna change. Yeah, yeah. When I think My, when, I, when I think about it. So I just like Traylon Burks. <laughs> my my next pick, if I was at five, I would have to really look at where my team was and what I needed. If I'm at five, I might be in a rebuild or close to being able to compete. If I'm in a total rebuild, I'm looking probably more, I might look receiver, but if I'm looking at like borderline maybe competing for a playoff spot, then I'm going to take this guy, Kenneth Walker the third for the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to run the ball, and after the Seahawks run the ball, they're going to run the ball. And then they're going to say, Drew Locke's not throwing the ball, so they're going to run the ball some more. So even if Chris Carson comes back healthy, even if they paid Rashad Penny a little bit of money to stay back, Kenneth Walker is the best running back they got. He's he's young. He comes out of a, a good Michigan State system, and he's in Seattle where they like to run the ball. So I take Kenneth Walker at five. I would think twice and decide if I was in super rebuild whether I'm going to go for another receiver or not, but that would be my pick right there. I like that. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's like a perfect Seattle pick. I mean, right? yeah. hey, we got two running backs. Let's just go add another one because the two we got is really old and we can't rely on them, which is absolutely the truth. I mean, uh -huh. Kenneth Walker could be starting by the first quarter of the first game. Yeah. Chris Carson's probably going to get injured probably in preseason, and Rashad Penny's going to get hurt first play of the game. Boom. Kenny Walker's RB one for the RB one for the year, off and running, right? What about DJ Dallas? Well, he had his opportunity to run, to run and be that running back. He didn't take he didn't take advantage of it. That's why they brought in Kenny Walker. But I, yeah, I like Kenny Walker. Yeah. Well, that I, that might have been my pick before Traylon Burt. Now that I think about it, I didn't even think about Kenny Walker. So yeah, I mean, I like that was. I mean, it's a good pick. I mean, running backs are. Valuable in fantasy, get all of them that you can. If Brees Hall wasn't such a stud, I'd, I almost like, I don't know, something about Walker that feels more for sure to me than Brees Hall. It could be just the New York Jet blah, but. I think the Jets are one of something. I mean, I kind of yeah, like. I've heard the, that before. All right, yeah. I mean, I've heard about everybody. The Lions are on to something too. That's why none of us have taken Jameson Williams yet. I mean, the Bengals have, well, I'm not taking Jameson Williams. I'm not really sure what is, is, um, the statuses, but but anyway, the Bengals. We said the Bengals were never ever going to be on the anything, and they eventually get there. I mean, I mean, eventually the team's got to be good. Eventually, is that what that's like? The Lions since nineteen sixty. The Lions were good. I'm talking like I'm not saying win the Super Bowl, but I mean they've had their moments. 
like yeah, they're picking number two now. But I mean, I'm not when I say when the line when I say good, I'm not saying winning the Super Bowl. I'm just they just competing, trying to get in the playoffs. You know, in the playoffs. That's really all I'm. That's all I'm looking for. But so you had Kenny Walker. I'll go ahead and continue with the Jets. I'll take uh, Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach Wilson likes to sling it. Um, Garrett Wilson likes to go deep. <laughs> so. I mean, it works for me. <laughs> so I'll take I'll take Garrett Wilson. That's can you imagine two Jets in the top six? I mean, in some mocks, I'm even seeing two Jets in like the top three or four of the of their rankings and things. It's like, oh my goodness. I was gonna that, say, I mean, it's I think the Jets problem. are going to be different. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Zach. I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to be the guy to take them there. That's my problem right there. I think Zach Wilson is the guy before the guy. I don't think they think that. I think they think Zach Wilson's the guy. Well, you, they gotta think that. I mean, I'm sure they do think that. But like, that's just what I think. I mean, I watch all from my watching TV every every Sunday. Yeah, this is just what I. But I but I also hold a grudge because I don't think Zach Wilson should have been the number two pick. Oh, nobody does for the Jets. But I mean, I kind of still. But I think Zach Wilson is the guy before the guy. I can't argue with that. That is not. But he still likes to sling it. And Gary Wilson likes to catch balls that are slung down the field. So I think it works. That's true. Now is when we're just sort of tossing and seeing what we like. It comes down to what you prefer. And what I prefer is the Kansas City Chiefs. And this might be a reach. But. A lot of people are looking through there like Sky Moore might be the steal of the draft. He could be, I mean, who who would have... Tyreek Hill came in with some struggles because he was a dirtbag when he came into the league and then lit the world on fire. Sky Moore is coming into a team that receivers are blah. Juju's young, so maybe Juju steps up. Travis Kelsey's old, so he's got what, one or two more years. I hope three based upon my one team. <laughs> uh, but... Sky Moore could be stepping into the perfect storm of a great dynasty pick, especially if you're picking at seven. Your team's pretty decent, anyways. You can maybe invest a little bit here too for somebody who could be Patrick Mahomes' boy for the long run. I mean, uh, maybe. So you're going? That's who you're going with, Sky Moore, right? Oh yeah, I'm stretching. So where did he go at, Jeff? Sky Moore. Oh golly. I know he dropped a little. He did. But that's not. But yeah, I mean, I mean. Kind of like coming into the draft, Stan Moore was, you know, talked, you know, talked about. I feel around um, pretty highly. I mean, he was just out of that those top guys. Once you got out of those top guys, I mean, he was fifty-four. Yeah, so he was like the next one. But yeah, being thrust into that offense is fine. But the only problem is with him compared to the other receivers is just where he is, where he is at on the depth chart at the moment. Yeah, because like, oh. <clears throat> it's gonna. It's gonna head. it's gonna take a while, and like just some of these other guys, they are just put into the oppor- opportunity. I just got more opportunity. So yeah, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Scott Moore, so I really can't. I mean, the only reason I would ha- have Scott Moore is because he got picked by Patrick because he got picked by the Chiefs. Well, like, he's getting drafted for the same reason that Ceh got drafted the other year. Oh, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely, one. I'm not arguing that at all. One hundred. I mean, plus he's he's an amazing receiver out of Shady Side Academy in Pennsylvania, just a stellar <laughs> football school. So it's just good to see um, him pulling that out. Thank you, Akeem. Hey, 
like I said, with these some of these receivers that we we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about are they're going to be the ones that are going to hit. I okay. mean, not all of these top six are going to be high end wide receivers. I mean, it's going to be some that are in the lower in the lower tiers that are picking the second round that are picking the third round. So, I mean, that, we I, won't even draft him, but like Michi's interested to to me in Houston. Uh, I'm so on, I'm so on the Houston bandwagon this year. But I mean, he he's a guy. We're not gonna pick him because we're only gonna get to like twelve because we're running out of time. But he's gonna be someone late that you might be able to sneak up on. I mean, shocker, Dallas drafted a receiver. Not interested in that, but you know. All right, yeah. But, so I'm gonna try. I want to try to get through two more guys. Hope you don't take the ones that I, the one that I want. I'm gonna take. So I'll stick with wide receiver here. And this was this one surprised me a lot, and that's Chris Olave. I already wrote Saints, it down before you picked it. The Saints jumped up to grab him, so you know they really got to like him. So that's who I'm picking. I mean, he's going to get – speaking of that opportunity, I mean, the wide receiver room is completely wide open. He could be, like, the number one guy. We don't know if Michael Thomas is coming back. Right, yeah. And if Michael Thomas does come back, how good is Michael Thomas going to be after missing two years of football? I mean, it's got, there's got to be – it has got to be a something there. Um, so if he does come back, but that still puts Olave as the uh, as the number two, I mean, or the one B at you know. So and we all know Jameis likes to throw the ball. So I mean, he's a his team. Olave's a good team. His team, good, the team. He's a good route runner. So I mean, I don't think he's great as far as like deep down the field, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I remember that it. pass from. Remember the pass against Alabama that bomb. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He can catch it deep, but like I said, I think he's. I think he's a great route runner. I think he's pretty crisp. But, uh, I'm not gonna say I sit here and I've watched a little clip here and there, and I'll watch him, and then I'll watch another guy, and I'm like, man, his footwork is just a little better than that guy, just from like what yeah. I'm looking at. Like, so I, I think the opportunity's there for him to be. Him to have a lot, a lot of catches. So I got number nine, and I'm looking at being. Hey, I'm looking at. Hey, my team at number nine is a playoff team, meaning I am pretty decent now, and quarterback is king in dynasty. So I'm gonna take my favorite player who slipped way, way down and decided to go bowling versus paying attention to the draft. I'm going to take Malik Willis at number nine. It is dynasty. It is super flex. Ryan Tannehill is not long for this world. Malik Willis isn't going to start this year. So I know I'm going to draft him to stash him. Tannehill maybe gets hurt. Maybe they put Malik Willis in on some of the, give him a couple of run plays or something just to get the feel for the game. It's a learning year for Willis, but it is dynasty. We're not playing redraft and he's a quarterback. Why would you not take a quarterback in a team that's going to probably do some RPOs next year? They have some. They they got Derrick Henry. They drafted a running back that could be next up. Who knows? Um, and dude's got a cannon of an arm, and you know I'm in love with him. So at nine, why not? Yeah, you saw me. I mean, I like Malik Willis. So I don't. He's not number two overall in the draft, but you know. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I was wrong. That doesn't. But I was confused. But what I was right about. I did have Tennessee taking a quarterback. I had them taking it early, yeah. but I did have them taking a replacement for um, Ryan Tannehill. I'd much rather have Malik Willis as my replacement. 
Um, but yeah, I can't argue argue that uh, upside num- pick number nine in the draft. Yeah, you, like you said, you're probably a playoff team already. Yeah. So go get the quarterback because if it hits, I mean, you just turned a number nine pick into two first rounders oh. or yeah, two first rounders plus, depending on how he hits. Okay, um, so, my, so Maggie, I'm gonna take. So I don't think I've taken a running back. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna take a running back here, right? I was thinking go. of him for eleven. <laughs> so I was gonna, I'll take him here. I don't know how much time we have, so I gotta get to him. And that's the only running back that I was kind of like, I'm gonna say excited for. You know, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And that's um, uh, I don't know, a Cook. He's James. going to um, what's his first name? James. Yeah, James Cook. Let's call him Dalvin's brother all year. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that, but I wanted to show him a little bit more respect, and I ended up forgetting his last his first name. I didn't want. I don't want to be calling him Dalvin's little brother because I think he'll be better than that. But yeah, I'm kind of excited. Uh, I mean, Singletary kind of showed out a little bit last year. Um, I think Dalvin. Oh, I'm gonna call him Dalvin. Call him Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook already. James Cook, I feel like him and Single, aren't they pretty much like the same player, I guess? I think um, he's a little better. Uh, hopefully Cook's a little better. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, um, run Georgia backs, Georgia backs, running backs out of Georgia. Georgia tend to be tend to be really good. Um, like, of course, the other kids, Amir White, not sure exactly where he went. He but was, I, was, uh, I'll look I mean, I'm up. pretty, I like him as well. But that's going to be my guy. Speaking of Georgia, I mean, their whole defense, their whole defense got drafted, and I was like, how did, how, "Oh, he went to the Raiders." He didn't get drafted. Uns, uh, undrafted free agent, unsigned draft pick. Did, really? Yeah. I thought he got drafted. Uh, maybe I was wrong. I knew. I knew he was signed somewhere. Oh, they are. Fifteen like, Bulldogs this, got drafted. Yeah, and they're. De- I don't know how anybody scored on these guys. I mean, how did anybody? I mean, I, now granted, they only allowed like eight points a game, but Alabama dropped forty on them, and I'm not really sure how that happened. Some, I mean, how many of these guys? I don't even know. Like, it'd be something to look back as how many of these guys didn't play in the later games. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not. Yeah. I can't go into that, but I know all these guys were on the same team. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you have a bad day. It's insane. I can't believe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean. I'm going to do 11 real quick just because okay. we haven't given him any respect, and that's Jamison Williams, who okay. I've heard a lot of people say could be an amazing pro. He's just one of those – a lot of mocks and a lot of people have him ranked really high, like up in top four or five. We're just scared because we're chickens on the carriers of, of him, and he plays for Detroit, and we know the quarterback situation there. But, I mean, he could he could be a guy, I think, that sneaks up in here for us as we look farther in the process. This is just coming off and knowing – where he is, what he's coming from, and who's throwing to him would be the um, would be the thing with him. So, did you know Jamison Williams had to go to Alabama because he couldn't play in Ohio State? Right? Really? I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Hopefully, that I'm right on that. I'm not. I'm not confusing myself with somebody else. But I'm pretty sure Jamison Williams had to go to Alabama because Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson were in front of him at Ohio State. So that just goes to show you how deep Ohio State is at receiver. wide receiver. But yeah, I like Jameson Williams. I mean, he's just not one of he's just not my favorite guy. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say he's bad, and I'm not because he's really good. 
But there's just other guys I would personally rather have. Will I have shares of him at some point? Oh, wow, absolutely, I'm sure. But I'd just rather have other guys. And that's nothing against him. It's just I like other guys better. I could be wrong. I mean, usually, no, I think I think we're wrong on him. But I had to throw him in there. Who's give us number twelve, and then we got to get out of here because everybody's been listening. Number to Number twelve. I don't even know who. Oh man, I got number twelve. If you don't want to throw one, it's it's one that we got to put our money where our mouth is. I think. Oh yeah, well go ahead. I would think we said that anybody drafted by the Packers had to be our two or three, right? Uh, yeah, this so is a good Christian, pick. Christian yeah, Watson yeah. would be right That's there. Right. Um, that would have probably been my pick. You're right. That would all about I mean, him and Sky Moore, everybody's going to be worried because they had the in- inferior competition, but so did Jerry Rice. And he's goat number two, right? And yeah. well, so I, comes- I did hear that Christian Watson had a high drop rate. Take that as you will. Take that for what you will. I mean, I saw MVS drop a lot of balls too, and he got. That's why MVS isn't there anymore, (laughs) right? He was there for a while. So you just go from one MVS to the other MVS. But yeah, I like Christian Watson. Um, Big dude, fast dude. Um, Kind of my kind of receivers, and it's not like Aaron Rodgers is going to make these catches hard for you to make. You literally just hold your just hold your hands out. And he'll put it right there. I mean, so all you got to do is just squeeze when the ball's in your hands. It's not like you got to reach behind your head or one-handed. Just hold it out, and Aaron Rodgers will put it there. So I'm thinking, thinking. I mean, I it's think, I think almost, Sammy Watkins. He'll be hurt. But maybe Alan Lazard will take that be great step to be Aaron Rodgers' next guy. Because, I mean, sometimes it takes a couple of years. Like, Devontae Adams know. wasn't Devontae Adams the first couple of years. And then the, who's the Jordy Nelson wasn't Jordy Nelson, like, the first couple of years. I mean, eventually turned into him. Mm-hmm. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is just, like, pulling these guys along slowly. He didn't need Alan Lazard because he had Devontae Adams. So maybe Lazard slides right into that Lazard role or Adams role and takes over. Kind of You'd really win our big, trade if that happened. You'd cry. Yeah, I got game. big, big, lofty goals, man. These dreams to come yeah. true. <laughs> okay, JJ. We had our top 12 picks here. I'll run through them really quickly. It was Hall, Pickett, London, Burks, Walker, Wilson, Moore, Olave, Willis, Cook, Williams, and Watson. We could go on for a while longer, but you need to get on with your day. JJ Wayne, give us some words of wisdom and get us out of here. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Spent a lot of time watching. Like I said, it's the most time I've ever spent probably watching the draft. So, man, that was fun. But, yeah, just continue with fantasy. Just making sure now you just need to learn about these guys so you know you're not making these big draft mistakes. Or you can just trade them, trade, trade your draft picks away. But, as always, trust yourself and trust your process.